in my band D-Ream. I'm listening to Emblem Digital. Hello, I'm Andy Chernwell. You're listening to the special Christmas edition of the Andy Chernwell Show on Emblem Digital. Make your mark of a memorable music mix. What a show we've got for you today. Fancy a chair? Why not give us a call on 01632 960 310 or text us on 434 555. A lot today on the now legendary brawl between Paul Hollywood and Greg Wallace, which took place at a trendy bar in Soho. The sun suggests that both men were tanked up on wanky cocktails and that Hollywood goaded Wallace, patronizingly offering him one of his famous handshakes. Wallace supposedly escalated the situation by slurping a glass of WKD and spurting it out of his mouth like a mad Cockney octopus. Now I've got a lot to say about this, listeners. As you'll know, I'm not a Hollywood fan by any means. My ex-wife, Sally, actually fancies Hollywood. Can you believe that? And she actually left me for a man, Steve, a plumber who looks a lot like Hollywood. But my main problem with the man stems from meeting him at the Emblem Digital Christmas party a few years ago. I encountered him in the toilets, where he was grooming himself for several minutes. So, anyway, I did my business, number two, because we'd had a large meal earlier that day. And as I'm leaving, he turns to me and says with a little cheeky wink, No Armani, no Punani. And when I turned around, he was spraying his balls with a can of Lynx Voodoo. Later in the evening, I see him again. You'll not believe this. He was dancing next to Samantha Mumba to Butterfly by the American band O-Town, which is a great song. And he's gesturing, doing the universal sign for licking a fanny, which a friend of mine told me he calls the Hollywood sign. Ugh. So there you go, I had to get that off my chest. I'm not a Hollywood fan, and if he offered me one of his poxy handshakes, I don't think I'd be able to control myself. I've not met Greg, but I won't condemn him for sinking to violence. Every man has his limits. So that's all I have to say about that. Let's move on, open up the phone lines. I've actually, in this quite a surprise, got my son Roger on the line. Uh, we haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks since we had lunch together with Dominic Lawson at the Barnes Park branch of Toby Carvery. Roger, how the devil are you? Hi, Dad, I'm, I'm all right. That's great. Uh, for you listeners at home, me and Roger have a great relationship since... Um, me and my ex-wife Sally divorced a few years ago. You know, me and Roger see each other once every three weeks, usually, and go out for lunch somewhere on a Saturday. So it's great to hear from you, Roger, because it's not been three weeks yet, so i surprised to hear from you in such a short period of time. How are you, Roger? I'm, 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 this, this is quite difficult for me. I didn't really want to chat to you over the air. Um, but you've kind of left us no choice. Well, what nerve do you mean? Well, it's difficult to say this, but we we want you to stop following us with the drone. I beg your pardon. We we can see the drone. You you tracing where we're going. You're following Steve. It's you. It's not fair on Steve. For listeners at home, Steve is the man who looks like Paul Hollywood, who is um, my ex-wife Sally's new partner. A strange choice. He, You're probably he, thinking well, in your head. I, I don't you? know if he really does look like Paul Hollywood. Either. Well, he he does, son. Um, <laughs> You're probably thinking, why on earth would anyone well, want to be of Paul Hollywood anyway, lookalike? We, we, just, we just think it's a bit much, and we'd rather you didn't. You just give us some privacy sometimes. Well, Steve is not to be trusted. I don't think anyone that looks like Paul Hollywood should be trusted. And I'm concerned about my children. I'm concerned about you, Roger. Well, I, I, I don't know why 
you would be. I mean, Steve's a, a great dad. I mean, a, obviously, he's <laughs> a step, stepdad. <laughs> he's he's. I mean, he is. I don't know what, what more I can say. And I, 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 I just, just you've got to leave him alone. It's not, it's not fair on him. Makes a lot of money for you, does he, Steve, the plumber? Well, he's he's you know he supports us. It's it's fine. Um, I know that you you're snobby about the fact that he's a plumber, but I don't really understand why it's a good trade. I'm actually personally thinking of going into the trade myself. <laughs> Roger, Roger, you should be a a journalist like your old man. I'm really not interested. I mean, I spent a lot of time with you and Dominic Lawson, and I'd rather not go down that avenue. Look, journalism is a fine career and a hell of a lot more desirable than a job in plumbing, uh, especially if you're going to be learning trade skills from a man that looks like Paul Hollywood. As I said, he he doesn't look like Paul Hollywood. I don't know where you're getting this from. It's like a kind of a strange obsession. All I want you to do is is leave him alone. He's He's a good guy. He's a good, honest guy. He's going to teach me the trade, and I don't, I, I don't know what you've got against him, really. You know, you know when Steve was walking in the house last Thursday evening about six I mean, twelve p.m. Disturbing that you would, you would know that. I, well, I'm just guessing it was around six twelve p.m. and he had a chewing gum and he put the chewing gum in his hand and flicked it into the bush, the rose bush next to the front door. Well, I, I, I mean, I. Who cares about that? It's his own I mean, garden. You... What kind of man flicks chewing gum in his own garden? I, I mean, it's his, if it's his garden, it's, he's free to do what he wants with it. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, I think I'm actually still paying for that house, Roger, so I'm not sure I'm happy about a man flicking chewing gum in can you just, what's can my you garden. Please just stop using the drone. It's creepy. I mean, mum was changing by the, the window the other day. It's not natural to do that and i can see you out there with dominic and another thing i'm not happy with when you pull up outside of school with the music blaring and you with the well, what is that song and i like the way you move by the body rockers it's not cool i mean all the kids they they laugh at me because of that it's embarrassing body rockers dire straits whatever is you know, playing in my car is not a concern. What is a concern is the fact that Steve leaves the house every morning just before, usually about 6.57 a.m., and he's driving off, and even when it's really cold, he's got the passenger window a third of the way down. What kind of man, even when it's really cold... Has the passenger window a third of the way down? Does he need that to call another woman, perhaps? Dad, you, you need to drop this one. It's. I mean, I, I don't. This is kind of an intervention. We, we're going to have to go to the police. Well, you know, you Dominic picked up on the fact he's got a tattoo. All right, is that, is that Andy there? Steve? Steve? I'm concerned about my family. I need to keep an eye on what's going on in the house which I'm still paying for. You should really be looking after your family before they left you. You know what, Steve? Me and Dominic, D-Law, we'll, we'll have you. You might think you're a hard tradesman with your high-vis jacket and your tattoos. D-Law could have a man. He could have a man on question time. He can have a man in the street. D-Law doesn't take any prisoners. Look, Andy, if I see you around the house again, I'm going to fucking knock your head off. Well, I think, listeners, that's the kind of man that Steve is. Well, you've pushed me too far. Bear in mind, listeners, Steve's got a tattoo on his left forearm. What's what's my tattoo got to do with this? You're not to be trusted, I think. I hope Roger isn't getting a tattoo. Well, if he wants to, it's none of your business. I think it is my business as his dad. Keep your drone to yourself. Just see at the appointed times that we've agreed. Oh, do you hear that, listeners? Steve's gone. Steve the coward, who has a tattoo on his left forearm, has exited from this conversation. That's the kind of man he is. Anyway, enough of all that. Let's get into the Christmas mood with Santa Sack. By 70s Rockers Chode. 
Listening to Emblem Digital with me, Andy Chernwell, for Christmas edition. So, we've got on Dominic Lawson, my good friend. Dominic, how are you? I'm uh, I'm okay, Andy. Me and Dominic, listeners, we went on a trip to Italy recently, just the two of us, a completely heterosexual relationship between the two of us, I might add. No romance involved, is there, Dominic? Not, not, not at all. Um, it was purely... Um, I suppose you could call it business mixed with pleasure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We chatted politics, Brexit, good wine. Fairly nice time, wasn't it? It was. Well, there were, there were, there were. I'll, I'll be honest. There were a few issues that I, I have to get off my chest. Oh, um, Andy, you booked the tickets. You booked speedy boarding for yourself. And, yep. Uh, you also made a very, very bad error on the tickets which cost me um a lot of time in customs yeah they i was i was searched uh, and um ultimately i was ended up being the last person on the plane yeah for you listeners at home i i was using my phone voice memoing service and the voice uh recognition ch- changed it to foreskin yeah that that's what happened i i just don't understand how Lawson could be defaulted to for. There was an element of humour involved. It was very funny at the time. However, and that didn't stretch to yourself. You didn't find it funny, Dominic. Me and James, who I sat next to, became very good friends of James. Good man, well, James. Maybe that should have been my spot on the plane. That was another thing. There were no reservations. You have got your own reservations. There were no reservations for me, which is why I had to sit next to a man from Birmingham. Oof. And I, I, it was a thoroughly unpleasant trip on, on, the, on the way back. I bet it was me and James. He was a real man's man, James. Uh, 
good sorry man me and james really really gone on talking about brexit you know uh, we're reading your the telegraph actually reading some of your columns in it really really well, enjoyed it flattery, good man. flattery isn't going to make up for what has happened um let's just let's just put it that way we'll we'll, we'll move on shall we yeah yeah let's let's move on dominic hopefully you can forgive me um Never be called Dominic Foreskin again. Well, <laughs> Your listeners not. won't find that funny. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, our last chat together on the holiday, you mentioned a lot of women were interested in you. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to bring this one up again, are we? Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. You said. Um, well, I produced a dossier of names of women who, because last time you'd find it, seemingly incredible that uh, women were would fancy me so what did i do I, I i came up with a dossier of evidence well what we did dominic is we hired a private detective to look into your claims based on your dossier of evidence listeners at home uh, dominic lawson was claiming that beyonce was interested in him Kay Burley, uh, and a few others. Um, someone, uh, Leslie from the Saturdays. Yes. She, Leslie from the Saturdays. I, yes. Oh, well, all of those. I've met Kay Burley many times. We've been, we've been out for drinks. She's very flirty, very flirty. But, uh, Beyonce, I met at the spectator party and, um, she, she seemed very interested and uh leslie i believe her name was leslie also was very very flirty i suppose very charming um and we had a tremendous time at the spectator party we had a few glasses of wine very good wine um well dominic we hired a private detective to look into these claims well um, i'm sure let's speak uh, to our private detective now We've got him on the line. It's Scott Martin of Anglesey Private Detectives. Scott, are you there? Yeah, so I've been following D-Law around for the past couple of weeks, and what I can say is he lives a very solitary life. The spectator party that he's talking about, I, I, I followed him, and he walked past the party, stared in for a minute, and then walked on. And I went to the local Weatherspoons. That's not true. I would I would never go to Weatherspoons. Well, I would go to probably a fancy restaurant, Chateau Carson. No, no, no. You... I, I certainly... I, I feel as though I should maybe have a barrister present because this is a libel case. Um, I, I was hesitant about coming back on the programme, Andy. You assured me it wasn't going to be I, like this. And I've, I've got photos. So there's I, no, no libel there. Uh, evidence. Well, that wouldn't prove anything. Why would why would you do this, Andy? I... After the trauma you put me, the the emotional t- turmoil of the holiday, speedy boarding. Look, I had to be sure that what you were saying was not true, and we reached that conclusion through the private detective. Look, we've got pictures of you. We've also got some pictures. By request of Nigella getting changed in your house. Look, we are in a position now where you've been proved wrong, Dominic. Andy, I never wish to speak to you again. Dominic! Dominic! Dominic, no! Hopefully won't be too angry at me again for too long this time. You're listening to Andy Chernwell, Emblem Digital. down and have a lovely bit of beef at Stan Butts, Bedminster of Bristol. We've got lovely beef, bacon, Stand lovely butt. bit of tripe, and for Mrs. we've got her favourite, liver. Yeah, we got it all here at Stan Butts, Bedminster of Bristol. From Bemi to Brislington, it's Stand agreed. Butt. We all love a bit of beef. Why not Stand pop butt. down for a chat at Stan Butts, Bedminster of Bristol on East Street, down a bit from Cash Covers. Stan Butts! 
Get the Fabrique look with Fabrique Chic, specially engineered by Monique. And go on flick for a crazy new style that's two parts sleek and four fits unique. And what's Fabrique? Fabrique is fabulous plus reek. A look that sparkles and shines for a wild, freaky look that erodes shabbiness and gives you an irrepressible flash finish mystique. So don't get bogged down. Be a freak with Fabrique Chic, specially engineered by Monique. And hit the London streets on fleek. Fabrique Chic, only available at Motique retailers. See in store for details. Fabrique, get on your face. me Vinny, owner of Vinny's Vinyl and Carpets and somebody better fetch me a straight jacket because I've just lost my mind you see you're afraid I might slash my wrist but instead I've slashed all my prices this brown carpet just 499 this luxury corn print vinyl 3499 what's going on? but don't take the piss got a problem with our stock? last no I'll take around back and kick your fucking head in that's my guarantee so head down to Vinny's Vinyl and Carpets and meet the boys before I'm committed and they put the prices back up. Now, next up on the line, we've got ex-Brexit secretary Dominic Rabb. Dominic, how are you? I'm, I'm okay, Andy. Um... It's great to be on the show and to talk about the Brexit situation, which, as we know, isn't going as planned. It's not going as planned, Dominic, and you're part of the reason why. Dominic, you've shat the bed, you've got out of the bed, you've ambled over to the other side of the room, and you're telling everybody, I didn't shit the bed, even though your legs, Dominic, are plastered with shit. What else are you refusing to accept responsibility for? Now, I'm not going to have that said against me. I've done a very good job with the deal. Unfortunately, Theresa May said, Dominic, just step back. Let me have a go. She had a go. And she she's the one who, who as you say, shat the bed. I don't think anyone believes that for a second, Dominic. You were the Brexit secretary, the man charged with bringing us Brexit. Brexit means Brexit, as Theresa May has said. You haven't been able to Brexit anything. You're sat there, away from the action now, moaning from the outside looking in. You're a disgrace. Well, I find that very offensive because I've done a great Brexit. It's just Theresa May hijacked the Brexit I was doing and she's done her own Brexit and I think that's appalling. And I feel sorry for all the people who voted for Brexit. Brexit's great, obviously, like, we, we know what we're getting with Brexit. Theresa's not delivering it. That's why I say, put me in the driver's seat. I'll deliver that Brexit. I, I, do you know what I think? I think we need some troops on the ground delivering our Brexit. We need a ma- good man, Grand Shaps. Gr- Shaps is the chap to take us through Brexit. David Davis. David Davis is a man of integrity. You know, he is a man who looks at a situation... And grabs the ball by the horns. Liam Fox, Dr. Fox, the Fox. A cabinet minister with, again, so much integrity. He's, he is the sort of man who would look at Brexit and deliver what the people want. What Did the people vote for what you delivered, Dom? I think they would. Um, and let's just get this out of the way. Now, I love Shaps. He occasionally pops around for a glass of beer and bingo. We have a great time. Well, look, everybody knows that Shaps loves beer and Shaps loves bingo. You know, that's what he delivered. Shaps delivers. What have you delivered, Dominic? Because I'm not seeing anything. Let me just say, I had a paper run when I was a teenager. I delivered every day. And I will deliver again. Brexit. Not papers, Brexit. And, yeah, as I I was saying, Shaps, he is a top chap. But I think I can deliver a better Brexit than Shaps. Well, we'll see about that. Hopefully you'd give a, give a decent man a shot at something you can do. A decent man like Ian Duncan Smith. Someone who's got a track record. You know, um, Chris Grayling, Transport Secretary. Brilliant record. He's really, you know, he puts the meat on the grinder and spits it out. Dominic, 
We're going to take some callers now, and we're going to let them... That's great. I love to hear what people have to say about Brexit. Look, we're talking to my family earlier. Me and my wife, we had our issues, and we said, we want a divorce. The difference here is that there's not some sort of disturbing stalker case surrounding Look, no, no, let's not. Let's look at the facts. We fell out of love and decided to go our separate ways. I thought she ran off with a guy who looked like... No, no, well, it's nothing like, um, quite like that in the original sense of the uh, what originally happened. We wanted to go our separate ways. So we had a, a divorce. We had a good, clean Brexit, a hard Brexit, if you were. A good, clean divorce. And now our relationship is different. We still trade together if you will we exchange items such as help with a mortgage we trade items between child support presumably child support um you know we occasionally see each other see our neighbors but it's a different relationship with a step away from each other and now we're allowed to go out and see other people around the world it was what i want for the uk is what i got from my divorce a good hard Brexit. You've got the Mondeo. I've got the Mondeo, absolutely. And what I want is to get the Mondeo for the UK. Well... That's what the Brexit... That's our. That's the Brexit dream. We're going to get that Mondeo. You know, why we... might we, not get a house. The, Let, com, the Commonwealth, why aren't we trading with these great nations? You know, I'd New love Zealand, to trade with the again. Let's take some calls. Firstly, on the line, we've got Sandra. Sandra is from... Durham, Sandra, what do you think about this? I just want my bendy will, Bob. They don't understand the British way. You're just supposed to take whatever rhubarb you can get off the garden. I don't want straight rhubarb. Exactly. A hundred percent on your side there. The EU's trying to regulate everything. Bendy bananas, bendy rhubarb. You name it. Thank you very much, Sandra. Voice of the nation. I'm not going on about that bloody rhubarb again. Stop bullying me about the rhubarb. You don't understand, Derek. Thank you so much. Next, we've got Pete from Dumfries. Pete, are you a man of Brexit or are you a man who wants to remain in the European oh, Union? No, right. Um, I voted to leave. What I find is that, you know, all these Irish immigrants coming over from Northern Ireland, and uh, I wanted that to stop, so... I, th- I voted leave because I wanted the wanted the border closed around the country, you know, to stop the the Northern Irish coming in, because they just come around to start violence and bring their bigotry. Thanks so much, Pete. Dominic, are you going to be able to help Pete in that regard? Well, Northern Ireland. Is that is that correct? It was was Northern Ireland, wasn't it? That's right, Dominic. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a great part of um, Ireland. Um, Strip away the regulation, get around the negotiation table, and I think we can make a great deal for that makes everyone happy. That's what uh, that's what my Brexit is. Everyone's happy, particularly me. That's brilliant. Thanks, Dominic. You completely avoided the question there. Next up, we've got Anna. Anna is from Stoke-on-Trent. Anna, what do you feel about this new Brexit deal that? Dominic is proposing, and Theresa May hasn't proposed. I have to agree with Sandra. Uh, as a baker and a big fan of Bake Off, I don't want artificially straightened rhubarb. That said, I think the current government should all be shot. Thank you. That's a call for the government to all be shot. How do the rest of you feel, listeners? That's you, Dominic. Do you want to be shot? Well, I... Uh... I'd rather not be shot, if I'm perfectly honest. (laughs) Uh, And uh, it would be such a shame, because I wouldn't be able to deliver that Brexit that the country needs. Well, let's get some more questions for you. We've got uh, Mr. Markenthi from Belfast on the line. Can you tell us your question for Dominic Rabb? We want Brexit now! None of their faffing around. We want Brexit. No, Brexit means Brexit. Well, thank you so much, Dominic. People clearly want Brexit now. I, I totally agree. 
and that's what we hope to work, work towards maybe with a little stop my own government um, with you know shaps all the big players moving forward with the brexit okay well for impartiality on the line now we've got graham patterson from the smp chief ramona ramona in chief let's hear from graham on the line graham we should stay in europe we need a second vote we need the second vote because people don't know what they're voting for people really don't know what they were voting for in the first place and i think it should be here's here's the deal that we're proposing Yes or no? Graham, when you stepped out of your house this morning with your sandals on and the Guardian beneath your arm, did you remember to take your brain with you? This country voted Brexit. We had a referendum in this country and we said yes to Brexit. No. No, we didn't, Andy. The rest of the UK did. Scotland said no. London said no. Little pockets here and there said no, and it was only fifty-four percent. Fifty-four percent—that's nothing. I believe it's fifty-two actually. But let's not debate the small oh, details. So it's fifty-two, is that? So it's even less. Well, that's that's not even that's not even fair. When you get told something and you have a referendum, that should be it. It's the democratic right of this nation. I think you're you're afraid that. We might stay in Europe, and and that's what everyone actually wants. Well, I think that there's going to be a lot of trouble if there was going to be a second referendum. Dominic, what would you say to Graham? I mean, Scotland's not even in the EU, so that's a potato we can take right off the table, put it in the bin. We don't need that part of Brexit because Scotland's... It's 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 a small island, and we don't need anything from them. We produce our own great products, beans, tea, and jam. And I think that's that's the way we're going to move Scotland forward. needs Great Britain, and Great Britain needs Scotland. We are in this together. Brexit means... Skexit. It means exit. It means wexit. It means all of the nations are going together. Let me just end on this point. 99.5% of the electorate believe in a rab Brexit. 99.5? Where did you get that figure from, Dominic? That's a, that's a figure of people I've spoken to personally, and only those people. Excellent. Thank you for your time, Dominic. Best of luck with your next move and you andy have a nice have a nice christmas party thank you very much it's going to be great fun we're having a blast here at tory hq we've got shaps on the snaps <laughs> grand ships is a man you want to have snaps with snaps bingo beer it's got it all that's why i'm calling for grand snaps as next pm now listeners listening to the andy churnwell show christmas edition on emblem digital
Kraus, Duff, Luther, Butchwolf, Dörling, Bub, Dutschbatsch, Lautmister, Flecken, Schauerfolgen, Boomer, Slaggen, an Klingsmann. We've been brought in for the world of So, listeners, right now, our key sponsor, Braincast Films, are hosting a joint Christmas party with Emblem Digital. Some of us, uh, namely myself and producer Rachel, are stuck back in the Emblem Digital office doing this show. Every other member of staff is at this Christmas party. I'm joined on the phone right now by Braincast Films CEO Rob and COO Jason Rob, are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. It's such a shame you can't be here, Andy. We're in a um, in a Prosecco cloud. Prosecco vapour, it's great. It's better than drinks. It's the way forward. The, the best way to celebrate and have a good time is in the Prosecco cloud. And that's Prosecco by Heston. I am so upset I can't make the... But you did get the turkey sandwich. Heston, uh, turkey by Heston sandwich we... Oh yeah, that was extremely appetizing. It's it's just a little bit. It's just our way of saying how we really appreciate. It really being a good sport, I have to admit. You've been doing the adverts, the um, the Brain Case Plus, which is a great product. Well, I am contractually obliged, unfortunately. And it's. I think it's great, you know. And I'm sure if you do a few more, you might receive a bonus eventually. And I think that's great. Well, Rob, thank you very much for your kind words. You're inhaling the Prosecco currently. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I think somebody might have farted in it a moment ago, um, but that's dissipated, and I'm enjoying it again, which is great. And how's Heston? Is he sitting in there with you? Heston, uh, he's always been busy in the kitchen for most of it, preparing the other. He's got some crazy ideas, grain, deer, um, milk... Uh, Christmas pudding. I can't wait to try that. It looks great. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a big success. That's brilliant. Yeah, I couldn't help but notice the expense of the Christmas party you're putting on, uh, despite not providing bonuses for well, staff here. Well, I mean, here. we we did uh, we saved a little bit of money of having the snowbar, but I mean, we needed Heston. Um, and we've also got great entertainment. We've got um, the. Um, We've, we've got Richard Blackwood and Dane Bowers performing in the um, Bowers-Blackwood phenomenon. It's going to be great. On your Twitter feed, you are doing speaking talks on the moment, motivational speaking talks. Yeah, I'm a talks. thought leader, as I've explained previously. From uh, 2800 an hour, it's pretty steep for a bit of uh, 
uppity talking, isn't it? I think, well, that's a, that's a negative way of uh, saying inspirational speech. I think you can't put a, can't put a price on it, but if you had to, I, that's the it price. It would be 2800 yeah. an hour. Yeah. Uh, Rising to 5600 if you've got over 100 people in the room. So yeah. that's the price of Brain Case Films Rob would put on it. Uh, the Yoga Cave, the business you started earlier in the year yeah. has been bought by a Turkish businessman called Bere it's actually yeah, I think it's Beret but um, that is correct he's a uh, what we would call in the in the in the business sector he's a he's basically a charlatan a scumbag um, he's using the brain case the innovative brand that is brain case he's using that um, to, to basically flog gilets. He's got they're very cheaply made gilets and he's just used the sign from the yoga cave and he's just written gilet cave underneath. Um, and I think he is shit. Um, and he's... We will be taking legal action against him. Well, your business went into administration after a loss of 130,000 over 11 months. The government grant loan to you was never recouped because you lost money on the business. What are you doing to repay the taxpayer the money that we, that's myself and our listeners, gave you to start that business? Now, let's, let's just remember, we've paid no taxes here. I think that's great. We've, as a business, we've really diversified. We've really reassessed the Stratcom. Um, we've got new Stratcom Supremo, and uh, I think that's really brought the business up to scratch. Um, we've seen huge improvements across the sector, and uh, I think that's great. You know. Well, thanks for that, Rob. Let's get your colleague Jason on. Jason. CEO of Brain Case. Sorry, one second, he's on the other side of the gym cloud. Hello. Jason, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. You've just um, spent 25000 on a Braun Force Dengue negotiation table. £25,000 on the table That's when your yoga business that you were so behind, you were the key player behind that, just lost hundreds of thousands of pounds, was sold to a Turkish businessman who now flogs gilets at a rate which undercuts all the other businesses on the high street because they're made in Vietnam for probably about two pence a gilet. What do you say to the taxpayers who funded your business? Well, that was that was a very long-winded question, Rob. But I'd have to say, <clears throat> you got to spend money to make money, and it's all about next year. We're just celebrating our successes of this year, and we're moving on into the new year, just before the holidays. Well, okay, thanks for that. I'm contractually obliged to say thank you for your sponsorship this year, which makes up a large percentage of the Emblem Digital income. Oh, you're you're very well. You're very welcome. I didn't uh, need a Andy, response. You're very very welcome. I appreciate your thanks, and I know it means a lot to you that we that we uh, we fund you guys. So yeah. No problem. Yes, well, it doesn't mean a lot to me personally. But you're Tiddleton FC, a football club which you bought and renamed Braincase FC. It's a 55,000-seater stadium. Uh, they're in Division F. Is that a division? Um, there's gold-plated taps in the VIP area. The town is very, very frustrated at all this. Um... <laughs> they had to escape oh dear you've appeared to have uh, the club mascot Marvin the Mandrill uh, got frustrated because he stopped paying his wages after four weeks and he grabbed a fire axe and ran at a quarter of the stadium waving it around screaming 
I am the man, I am the mandrill. How do you explain this expenditure? The town's annoyed now, but we're going to be bringing in lots of money. We're going to be bringing in some some big guns. We're going to take that team to the top. We have to get rid of some people. You know, the mandrill. He wasn't in it for the love. We, we gave him a test. We cut his wages to see if he'd still do it for the love, but he didn't. So he's out on his ass. You say you run your company in an Elon Musk style and love your employees. You say your employees are your family. Would you treat your family like this? Would you not pay them for working 14-hour days? Do you pay your family? No, but they're not working for me. Yeah, That's but, not a good but, analogy. But, yeah, all of my employees are friends on Facebook. All of our employees are in the, the family circle of, of our Google+. Plus. And, yeah... We look after them, they look after us. Okay, well, that's fantastic to hear. Um, I don't think I've got any further questions unless either of you want to add anything. So, Andy, uh, once again, I've got a new single out. New single is called CEO Style. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. I'm sure my listeners are jumping up and down at home at the thought, thought of listening to CEO Style by Braincase Films Well I, Rob. I smell a um, collaboration in the works maybe with Bowers and Blackwood um, but for now it's just me, I'm solo and uh, it's really an expression of my CEO philosophy it's very um, Musk-esque Elon Musk um, very Branson-esque, in fact. It's got those notes to it. Um, and it's a great song, you know. It's 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 doing something with dance music that maybe hasn't been done before. Um, and I'm, I know you've got the song. I know you're contractually obliged to play. I hope that you enjoyed it as well. Um, well, here in the office and uh, the listeners at home are jumping up and down at the prospect of listening to CEO style. I think it's a very exciting time for your company. And like you said, I'm, comp- I'm, I'm contractually obliged to play your song. So we'll be putting that on shortly. One last question, Rob. How do you sleep at night? Very funny that you should ask, because quite recently I've been sleeping at Brent Cross Travel Lodge. I'm probably the best mattress that they make to sleep easy. I really think you need to try this product. It's great. Um, temporarily, I've been living in the Travel Lodge. Um, some of the best breakfasts you'll have. But I will be moving into my new apartment soon at the Inhabitors Complex, Cricklewood. It's a new Taylor Wimpy complex. And guess what? The mattress is coming with me. Immediately, as soon as my head hits the pillow, I am in the sleep zone. Well, that's fantastic. We're glad you got to plug your new sponsorship deals there, and we got to fulfill our sponsorship obligations at the same time. Isn't that funny? Thank you very much for your time, Rob. I hope you enjoy the rest Thanks, of the Christmas Andy. party. Well, well, maybe we'll uh, save you some of that wonderful Heston Christmas pudding. Well, that sounds absolutely dreadful. It's Andy Churnwell, Emblem Digital.
contains flam. <laughs> <laughs>